It's Sunday, March 12th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Russian forces pounded the Ukrainian port city of Mariupol on Saturday, shelling its downtown as residents hid in its iconic mosque and elsewhere to avoid the explosions. Fighting also raged in the outskirts of the capital, Kiev, as Russia kept up its bombardment of other cities throughout the country. Mariupol has endured some of Ukraine's worst punishment since Russia invaded. Unceasing barrages have thwarted repeated attempts to bring food, water, and medicine into the city of 430,000 and to evacuate its trapped civilians. More than 1,500 people have died in Mariupol during the siege, according to the mayor's office, and the shelling has even interrupted efforts to bury the dead in mass graves. About 80 residents, including children, were reportedly hiding inside the mosque. A Ukrainian official said Russian soldiers pillaged a humanitarian convoy that was trying to reach Mariupol and blocked another convoy. In the U.S., the State Department says it's paying more than $2 million per month to provide 24-hour security to former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and a former top aide, both of whom face serious and credible threats from Iran. Pompeo and Hook led the Trump administration's maximum pressure campaign against Iran, and the report says U.S. intelligence assesses that the threats to them have remained constant since they left government and could intensify. The threats have persisted even as President Joe Biden's administration has been engaged in indirect negotiations with Iran over a U.S. return to a landmark 2015 nuclear deal. As a former Secretary of State, Pompeo was automatically given 180 days of protection by the State Department's Bureau of Diplomatic Security after leaving office, but that protection has been repeatedly extended in 60-day increments by current Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Around the world, Saudi Arabia put to death 81 people who had been convicted of crimes, including murders, rape, arm smuggling, and links to terrorist groups in the largest known mass execution in the history of the kingdom. Most of those executed on Saturday were Saudis, according to the Interior Ministry. More than half were from the minority Shiite Muslim population, which has a history of militancy and protest against discrimination. Seven were Yemeni nationals and one was Syrian. The Interior Ministry didn't disclose how the men were killed. Executions in the past have involved beheading by sword in the kingdom, which remains among the world's top executioners despite recent efforts to curb the use of the death penalty. Rights groups have called on the Saudi leadership to end the death penalty and make improvements to the country's justice system to provide for fair trials. Saudi authorities deny flaws in the system. Back in the U.S., the Biden administration is warning that it might have to scrap critical COVID-19 programs, a potential blow to its efforts to combat the pandemic, unless Congress moves quickly to approve funding left out of the $1.5 trillion omnibus spending package. The administration initially made a $30 billion request, which it then formally cut to $22.5 billion, only to be reduced further to $15.6 billion by congressional negotiators. With Republicans insisting that no new money be allocated until previous funding rounds were exhausted, rank-and-file Democrats then balked at a proposal to reuse unspent funds intended for state governments, prompting party leaders to pull the provision altogether. And, thanks to a new State of Wyoming mobile app, 
There's now help getting the meat from animals killed in fender benders from road to table and in the process making roads safer for critters. State wildlife and highway officials rolled out the app this winter when Wyoming joined the 30 or so states that allow people to collect roadkill for food. Wyoming's new roadkill feature within the State Department of Transportation app helps people quickly claim accidentally killed deer, elk, moose, wild bison, or wild turkey after documenting the animal and reviewing the rules for collecting roadkill to eat. For safety concerns, roadkill in Wyoming may not be collected after dark along interstate highways or in construction zones. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.